Hey everyone, welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds get together and come up with a concept for a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, joined by Olivia Wise. Hey y'all. And today we have a very special guest, William Soler. Hi. So, Aww. for those of... It's a beautiful song, William. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. So, before I was rudely interrupted... Um, the concept of this is we're writing a, uh, we're coming up with the concept for a show. And for those of you that aren't giant theater nerds like we are, um, book means that is like the part of a musical that has the, has the script, has the storyline, all of that. Um, and so we're going to, essentially we're going to come up with that. And today I want to write the book for Anxiety, the musical. <gasps> and the reason I did that is um, I'm sure everybody can relate to this. I was just driving in my car thinking about all of the things I've ever done wrong and how I'm a piece of shit. Been there. And I started humming something, and I essentially came up with the song, Am I a Piece of Shit, or is this just my, my anxiety? And so I was like, you know what? It's catchy. It's fun. I think we can try something with it, and that's why I want to do this. How are you guys feeling about that? I, I, I think that sounds great. I almost feel like I can hear that song. It feels like... Um... It's got the same like beat and syncopation of like I just haven't met you at yet, you know. Da 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 da. Yeah, that's great. Well, there we go. Now, now it's in the show, so we're gonna have to figure it out. Um, <laughs> so let's let's start. So how do we want to do this? How do we want to do anxiety the musical? Do we want to do like a vignette where it's like a bunch of different people? Do we want to focus on one person? Do we want to do a love story? Do we want to do a horror comedy like what are we trying to do with this um ooh i well one uh, i don't think i would want to go see anxiety the horror musical because i feel like that would just inflare my anxiety that's fair and that's <laughs> not what i want in my life that's not what i want out of a musical i want it to be um you know maybe it can be sad right um but like the that's sh- great cuz we only have to write it's, it's, it's a two-act musical, but we only have to write the first act because by the second act, everybody will have already left. <laughs> you don't think that, that it would be cathartic? That's, to like, that's my, that might be my worst fear. We could just make a musical-long um, commercial for anxiety where they make it like a little monster that jumps on your back, you know? And then they're like, oh, take medication! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, yeah it's, like, it's like the Mucinex commercials, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. this musical is brought to you by Zoloft. <laughs> Do you have trouble giving, getting out of bed in the morning? Do the smallest things seem like they're a difficult task? <laughs> we recommend Zoloft. Cue the 20-minute song about Zoloft. <laughs> um, that reminds me of... Like, we've got, we've got some uh, uh, credence. We've, we've got some... Um, I can't think of the word right now. Ugh. Reference? Uh, we got Justification? Some, uh, pretense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um... We got there. There are other shows that that deal with like psychological issues. The first one I think of obviously is like Next to Normal. Listeners, if you haven't, if you want to open up your breadth of uh, musical theater music, and you're not a musical theater person, you may have not heard of Next to Normal. Uh, definitely follows around this uh, mother and her family, uh, and uh, deals with a lot of uh, difficult difficult um, it's a real it's a real fun time (laughs) it's a real fun time she the mom does sing a song called my psycho pharmacologist and die um and he's just giving her a bunch of pills constantly so that's always 
fun. I don't think we need to necessarily go that route, though, because I think that, like, anxiety can be a bit more uplifting. We can make it a bit more uplifting. We can have it be a little bit more fun. But I think that to be true to anxiety, there's it's got to get rough, like, okay. three quarters in, right? So, that's fair. So, do we want to do... Uh, we could try we could try vignettes and um, a vignette is just it's a story told from a bunch of different, it's each scene is kind of its own capsulate encapsulated story if you've ever watched like any of the Charlie Brown specials like the Christmas special or anything like that those are usually vignettes where they something you know like they're they're ice skating and then they're debating the merits of commercialism and Christmas and it's all in the same thing but they never really connect that's what a vignette is um, I don't think we I, I don't know if I want to do that with anxiety because then you never get a result to the anxiety. It's just, here's some people freaking out and scene. Yeah, it's definitely very Hannah Gadsby, right? There's a lot of tension. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tension in the audience. Uh, never gets resolved. I, uh, I just want to say, I can't stop thinking about that one time that Christian played Charlie Brown. Now that you brought it up. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Christian so, did play Charlie Christian Brown. That's Charlie 100% Brown. true. For context, we are all friends from college. Uh, we all went, we were all in college together, and we were all in musicals and plays together. That's how we met each other. Um, that's why we decided to start doing this. And I was Charlie Brown in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Um, if you ever meet me, you'll understand why immediately. I am bald with just two little curls on my head, and I'm a six-year-old, so it works. It, it did it did work out really well. I think I think it's just, you know, when you look at you, you just seem so put upon. Sometimes Thanks. I just want to stick a little paper bag over your head. No. <laughs> Thank you both. That is so kind. Can we um can we keep writing this fucking thing, please, instead of uh, just like yeah. bagging on me? So sure. you you really do just look like someone who's uh continues to have hope that someone won't pull a football William, out from you. You are a special you. guest. You might I, not I'm make sorry. it back. I might not but hundred you're totally right. So I'll I'll refrain. There you go. Um, know where you, so, know, so who, then if know you, your place. Remember that contract <laughs> where it said you're expendable. We can get rid of um, you at any moment. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. The one written in really blood. Really excited about that. <laughs> uh, I, I I like I like living on the edge. Um. So if we're not going to do a vignette musical, um, let's. Then we definitely want to think about like this one character, right? We're gonna have one character, one story this person's like day through anxiety right yes basically yeah i think i think um, that works great so who is this person hmm. uh somebody with anxiety we don't know okay she's got uh he or she or they have anxiety they have anxiety right? um i kind of want it to be just like a normal day in the life of this person so we're not doing a big like oh, it's their wedding or it's their first job interview or anything like that. It is just a normal day for this person. But you're right. We need to figure out who is this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I kind of I like the idea that it's their wedding, but we don't say anything about it till right at the end. <laughs> They're like just she, walking she around in a wedding dress without any... She has I feel like someone who has anxiety probably wouldn't never mention <laughs> their <laughs> wedding day on their wedding day. I don't know. Until... I, I, I don't know. I think that if I was in a full-blown anxiety attack like I, I, I have been uh, in the past, uh, yeah, no, I, I would just I just completely shut down. Like, nope, everything's so, everything's good. Everything's it's fine. Like I'm, nothing's, nothing's you know, about to pass out. Can but, we yeah. – is this – No, nothing's happening. Is this too personal? But can we – like, I'm not, I'm not diagnosed with anxiety, but I've had plenty of it. So I don't know, like – 
I don't know if it's like a chronic thing for me, but are either of y'all, do you have any history with like chronic anxiety or, or, uh, diagnosed anxiety? Yeah, I can share my medical history here. Uh, yeah, I am diagnosed with, uh, anxiety. It violates the HIPAA laws. (laughs) It does. It does. Actually, I think HIPAA laws are very strict. (laughs) They are. Uh, I mean, I, they rule with an iron fist. They'll eat you if you. Well, well I rule rule with an iron jaw. Hippos don't have fists. Not yet. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Okay, Absolutely. so yeah, let, let's 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 so talk a little bit about your anxieties, William, so we can use it as fodder for the show. Ooh, that oh, that's does not make me feel good. Um, yeah, that's not the, that's not what this is about. Art does not make you feel good. <laughs> sure. Yes, use sure. your emotions to feel your art. It's always the safest way to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Never well, any my problems anxiety, with that. My anxiety, uh, I, having anxiety on everything, um, uh, mostly leads to like insomnia and mostly leads to the like, literal just inability to sleep uh, and, and to function, uh, especially at times when other people are. Um, but it it has a for me it definitely has a quality of um also you know having like adhd of just like it one of the coping mechanisms is to just put it off mm-hmm. um and that's something i think about and that's why i thought of that idea of like she's just putting off her wedding oh uh, yeah just like pretending. <laughs> like as long as possible in the day like as if i just can get ready five minutes beforehand I will be a complete total mess, but that would happen even if I got ready six hours. But if you look, it's a little less relatable. It is really unrelatable. Because just just because it's like, that's justified anxiety. And I think we want to play with the idea of unjustified anxiety. Sure, sure. And and, um, for the most part, I think there there might be um, places where it's like the anxiety was justified or your anxiety resulted in something. And I think that's really fair. But like... The idea, like, I feel like taking its power away, the best way to do that is to do it like a very, very innocuous space where it's like we can kind of make fun of the fact that you're anxious about going to the bank, for example. Oh, like that, 100%. And I feel like that yeah. is a good safe space to be cathartic about it versus like, huh, why are you so anxious about getting married? That's not a huge commitment that affects the rest of your life. Huh. <laughs> uh, well, you, you make a, an excellent point. I mean, when you first brought up this idea of an anxiety musical, the thing that jumped to my head was, oh, I know how my anxiety musical would start. It would start with me waking up three hours before I need to. Uh, and sitting in bed for the next hour and a half, um, just going, you know, once I get out of bed, uh, my day will start. Perfect. And that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> that, that, that solves it. That solves it. Let's write a musical yeah. about you. <laughs> William. All right. It's uh, our star. So, so we're writing a show about a uh, middle-aged uh, woman uh, with anxiety. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. That does describe yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it describes my soul, uh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did just watch another... I did just watch another Diane Keaton movie uh, yesterday, and that is a true story. Okay. And I love Diane Keaton. Can we just do the life story of Diane Keaton? Next time. Next time. If you're good. <laughs> if you're time. good. And um, If I'm good enough. If, 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 if we're able to use my own uh, personal problems. Exactly. If you allow us to. First exactly. we exploit you, then we give you a treat. Sure. Well, that doesn't feel anything <laughs> so, like the actual entertainment industry at all. <laughs> okay, so 
I think, I really like that. I think that's a great way to start it. This person is waking up and there's maybe there's a song. The song is about them saying, uh, once I get out of bed, my day starts. Once I get out of bed, my day starts. And it is literally just verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Like it is just repetition of the same thing. Like we barely change anything in it. It's just like, once I start my day, I start my day, I start my day. Like it's very just like every time we hit it. Now, well, it is it is this funny thing of like, uh, especially building it up as this like locomotive. I see this song at least. I know I know we're spending a lot of time with just this song, but still, um, is this notion of like, all right, um, once I get out of bed, this will happen, and then this will happen, and then what if this happens, and then this could happen, and then this could go wrong, and then this is wrong, and then this is wrong, and this is wrong, and, this is wrong, and I'm dead. So are we just writing Charlie? So Brown I could get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> what are we writing charlie brown the musical because that's literally how that thing starts <laughs> i mean charlie brown is the most anxious six-year-old person that's true <laughs> so on the planet but i really like that i actually think i like that it's like it's trying to get up the courage and it has a very kind of like it, it it's a very list it, i think that works better it's a very list and it, it is kind of like a locomotive where it's building up building up building up building up building up building up it ends with them jumping out of bed looking at their clock and it is 5 30 in the morning yeah and i like i like the idea of maybe there's like we make several like verses in the thing that's like all of these things that end up and i'm dead because dead rhymes with yeah. bed, so like like you just said, it just sounds good. Like everything ends in, and I'm dead, but it's like different scenarios of how that happens throughout the song. Of how they die. Yeah. Yeah, There's a tiger waiting for me, and I'm dead. Just yeah, and then standard so stuff like, like that. Yeah, I should stay here in bed. I love it. Okay, so I like that. But before we get too much further, I think we need to answer the very basic questions about this person. Um, Middle aged uh 20s in their in their uh late 20s late 20s okay yeah. late 20s i like that um are is there... uh, Ill, an ill-defined age ill-defined right it's just an ill-defined age you know in that uh great you know 18 to 35 right got it so really we're trying to hit that demo so that way people will come to see it yeah this has got to be an exactly. every man or every woman right <laughs> every person yeah that that actually brings up the next point man or woman <laughs> or Non-binary. non-binary non-binary person yeah um which which one are we feeling i don't know um i i don't know it because i i had the thought of like they're going throughout their day i talked about like they're going to the bank um maybe they they get coffee with a friend or they have lunch with a friend they have to answer some emails at work that they've been putting off for about a week we've all been there yeah mm-hmm. um and uh, maybe they have a date with a significant other that they've been, been, been with for a significant, significant amount of time. So it's not like it's a new date or a like, oh, they might, they might propose or anything like that. Right. It is just like a, this is Friday night. We love spending time together. We're going to go spend time together. There are absolutely no stakes well, in this musical except for what exists well, in this uh, person. Well, here's, exactly. here's, the, stakes are here's the thing. I think, I think that there is something to be said that, that some of the stakes end up being true okay like in this idea of over preparedness right because that is another coping mechanism for anxiety right is going through right is uh um practicing every conversation that you're going to have with the person that you know that you're going to have to talk to today 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And but before we get too far, even into if it's that, a five minute conversation, it's like, I have to talk to my boss about something I need. Yep. <laughs> um, I. But boy or girl? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, when we think about uh, when we think about musicals and we think about like the general societal framework, I think that we're probably you know less less likely to care about the mundane problems of a man. Also, but also, uh, how many musicals are there out? Are there about a man having to overcome something, and a man, you know, like? Well, that that's what I'm saying is that that there's so much of a of a fantasy to it, right? In terms of the 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 viewpoint, since you know, it, there is that that male gaze quality, right? Is that like when a man is dealing with something and being triumphant over something, um, shit was bad. Well, and they're amazing for it. That's true. I uh. I also think, like, it sounds like most of the situations that this person will have anxiety with are going to be, like, social situations in this in this story. And, like, mm-hmm. does that, I don't know, as a woman, you know, women grow up kind of trained to, like, act a certain way in social always situations. And, like, never, yeah, always be very considerate of what the other person wants before themselves and are more, uh, typically, like, more emotionally connected and intuitive or you know just paying attention to societal, emotions. Yeah, societally they're they're they are taught to from my from my view it's societally women are taught more to consider other people's feelings before they consider their own and men are taught the opposite yeah and so, so i don't know i i think like i don't have a man's perspective of having anxiety so i don't know if those are the same kind of things that go through your head but i feel like a woman's like social anxiety experience is like it's gonna be very overthought a lot of the times, just kind of naturally. So I don't know if that plays into like, does it showcase like this is every woman's natural anxiety? Um, I mean, uh, you you bring you bring up a solid point, which is like if every person is in- experiencing it, you know, uh, I I think that there's this level of yeah, being a man with an anxiety disorder uh, does make me think about how society has has treated women sure right mm-hmm. like i i totally like i'm like yep i totally get how you feel i don't have the social pressure to do that right yeah. so i'm able to get away with like even building into my anxiety more like that i think that's an interesting like proposition of what you're saying is like my uh, my anxiety as a man i i've never actually wow i didn't think i was gonna have like a revelation <laughs> while like doing this podcast i'm really glad to be like a special guest um <laughs> You're always welcome. And, and that, that, does, always, that does bring. Oh, up. she said I was always welcome. She said it. Damn it! Oh Damn shit! It, I'm ah. sorry. I was I was in a tender place. I was in a tender place. I was trying to support William's emotions as a woman who always <laughs> considers someone else ahead of me. Damn it! I got soft. I got soft. But, but, you got you got does, too soft. That does bring up a really a really good point, and I think that kind of does lean into what Olivia was talking about about maybe first pass. This is a woman, um, because. <laughs> If men act like a dick, they're probably not going to get called out on it. They're just people are just going to be like, "Oh God, he's just such a dick sometimes." But that's just him. But women will be told, "Why are you acting like a bitch all the time?" And so, yeah, like yeah. that anxiety and like that co- quote unquote consequences for having anxiety are much larger when you're a woman. I feel like, like the, they're much real. Well, they ain't. They're. Well, I, I I don't think I'm going to go into uh, and have a recording in which I say that someone else's disorder is not real, but um, it, oh, it I definitely will. Let's is different. Hear it. Let's go for it. 
Yeah, it's definitely different, and and it means that when I'm in a situation, my anxiety can just take over and be selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you already have to deal with the societal anxiety um, that that already funnels the way that you have to like interact with people mm-hmm. in like a in, in a safety precaution, uh, plus then having anxiety on top of it, it can be uh, a lot. But it also brings up that point of of that if there is this general anxiety felt by a population, then it's going to allow for a conflict of someone, you know, invalidating that anxiety or feeling like they can, they have a right to. Like, I I now see this character as a woman, and I see this character having a conversation with their mom who's just saying, well, every, you know, you, you don't have anxiety. Yeah, everyone you don't have that like problem. That. Yeah, that's the way of the world for us. Yes. No, you Gross. do have to like just carry around a uh, mace and just watch your back it. when you're out past eight when, p.m. That's yeah, whenever the world, you that's walk, the world we whenever live you in. walk to your car, keep your keys in your fingers. Check under your car and make sure no one's like hiding under your car. Uh, really? People hide under cars? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Und- check under your bed. Make sure no one's hiding under your bed at night. Um, why you, you? I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that kind of situation happens where people just like sneak in and stay. Li- yeah, specifically. Anyway, the, so the, this right, so, you, you keep you keep saying that it's real and that's not so, helping. I'm sorry. Me. So far, this has been a really this has been a really fun and uplifting time. Um, I'm glad I decided that anxiety the musical as a straight white man with relatively few anxieties would be fun. I'm glad I. The, the one without any consideration thought that this would be a fun time and funny. So let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So we know she's a woman. Mm-hmm. At least first pass. First pass, this person is a woman. She keeps trying to get Her out of bed. name is Carol for right now. Carol? Oh, yeah. Carol with a C. Yeah. Carol. Great. I love it. So Carol is... I like um, Garol. <laughs> Garol with a G. <laughs> I'm going to go with Carol. Is that what you so, assumed he said at first? No, I thought he said Harold with an H, like oh. Harold. Um, I see. No, so so Carol. Carol can't get out of bed because she's worried she's going to die. She's going to get killed. Uh, if I get out of bed, I'm going to be dead. If I get out of bed, I'm going to be dead. If I get out of bed, I'm going to be dead. i got to start my day. She stands up. She's like, I'm ready to start my day. Big triumphant song. She looks at her clock and it's 5.30. She has nowhere to go. She's- oh, you want to go that route. Okay, interesting. Well, we don't have to. We can have. She gets She gets up and it's she's already late for work. Or she's right on time for work. It. What do you two think? What do you two think? I kind of like, well, uh, I don't know. I I mean, the oh, idea well, is okay. if it's earlier, then it's like she really does prepare. <laughs> She's yes. like, I saved time 100%. to have my anxiety before I even have to be up. Like, All right. But but the 530 allows us to, I'm sorry for cutting no, you off. No, you're good. Do you want to finish what you were saying? I think I was done. Okay, uh, so the five thirty thing is actually really great because it allows us to build a tapestry of of uh, things. Because I think the next song would be she gets out and her um, insomniac roommate, who's just been up for like thirty six hours at this point, forty eight hours at this point, is just sitting there just like doing a task um, <laughs> because people with insomnia just get so much done. They're able to have so many hobbies. I don't. Um, I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can tackle insomnia. And anxiety. <laughs> no, I no. It's just this character that's very happy in their insomnia. <laughs> just like and a tangential thing. It's just like yeah, out. she just pops It's a tangential thing. 
Uh, this this character with insomnia, insomnia has already prepared her roommate's breakfast, and then we have a song called Codependency. <laughs> We're oh just tackling. God. Oh god! <laughs> tackling all the issues. I we could. Well, it, it's it's this it's this thing, and the thing about the song and the nuance of that song of codependency and the, of this. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stop you right is, there. Musicals and nuance, we just can't do it. <laughs> This isn't too much nuance. Okay. The nuance of that conversation is that it's being told as a joke because we're able to put into this idea of, uh, you know, dark humor as a coping mechanism. That's fair. Right? Like, there is a level of that it's not making fun of the situation. That's a conversation that I've had with people. Like, ah, yeah, let's be codependent. <laughs> and, and we're not... You know, generally, actually saying like, "Let's be codependent." We're we're making a joke. Okay. Of it. We're you know. I think that could be fun. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. And it's just like I'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this really nice, you know, this really nice relationship. She then, you know, uh, gets to work. Yeah. So she. Right. So she goes to work. Do we want her standard office job? We're not going to give her like anything that really matters. Um, not that really, but you know, like nothing that has no high stakes it needs, it, in a job. Yeah. Right. It 100 needs to be a standard generic office job because the next song is her reading an email from her boss mm-hmm. using like corporate language. Yep. And so it's just her going into an anxiety well, spiral well, over what her boss means. If, if we're going to do that, speaking as somebody who works corporate, uh, I'm a corporate drone. Um, if she got an email from her boss, the email would have been the song is her reading out the email at first and it says subject line task then body of body of email please get this thing done here's the attachment no nothing attached and so then the song is her trying to respond to that in nice happy corporate language without sounding rude and that is sure. the song is her anxiety about um dear boss if um thank you for sending this over I would be very happy to complete X, Y, and Z, but unfortunately, it seems like the the um, the attachment is not completed. Perhaps I already have it. Would you like me to check? Could you give me a name? Like it's it's a, just a laundry list of trying to. It's a laundry list of trying to like figure out what they're saying, and then at the very end of the song, the the manager just responds back. With the uh, just responds back, with the attachment and says K. Like, where it's like, and then it's just her spiraling at what does K mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then it's just it, yep. that's the thing is it's like a consistent, like that is that is if we need corporate anxiety. I got loads of that, but yeah, I think that because that would give us a um, that gives us the oh, there's so much anxiety, so much it really sets the stakes for like I'm so anxious about something and it doesn't matter. Like it really kind of sure. sets us up for this is kind of how we're going to be playing it. And that and that'll just make the one the one or a couple times where she's anxious about something and she's right to be anxious for it, makes that yeah. m- more more meaningful. What do you two think? Right. Yeah, it sounds like she's very much a Type A person, right? Like a perfectionist from the direction that we're going. Because like, I mean, I don't know. It feels like your anxiety is usually like you try really hard to be perfect in these situations. Put together, yeah. You're like, if I can control everything, then I'm not going to be anxious. Yeah, just like if if I can be perfect, nobody will have anything to talk bad about me. About yeah, I don't know if that added anything to the conversation. No, like no, me think... saying that, but um, 
No, I think it it, says, like, it, it'll scripter. help us keep it. And I think it'll help us keep on tr- keep on track. Is if I'm comfortable with that type A, I think that's a good description of of Carol. Um, if if you are willing, because I think that will help us keep the story in that mode. Is if, like you said, just type A, she's trying to control everything. I think that really. Then then we're not just like randomly. Oh, and um, yeah, everything else she's a complete slob, or like everything nothing connects. Now we know how she connects. Yeah, that one hundred percent makes sense. Okay. Perfect. So we've got that email. Um, do we want like some office chatter? Do we want like a nice fun group number about the about the office? Um, like trying to be like going into, like, <laughs> just thrown in there. Yeah, or like because it's like time to be just t- just a song of of, of capitalist disillusionment. <laughs> exactly. You know, we, as long as I'm working, I'm fine. <laughs> either, either that or time to time to be corporate Carol. Like it's a song about how she's like, who am I gonna be today? It's like I'm gonna be corporate put, Carol. Corporate Carol puts on a new hat. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like corporate Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea is, is like time to be a person. Like I'm gonna laugh at your jokes no matter how bad they are. <laughs> yeah, and it's just her jumping between water cooler to water exactly. cooler. Exactly. Like it's a full song about her. Like we have that song. She's like I'm gonna be the perfect corporate person, and that's when she finally sits down at her desk and she sees the email. She sees the email from her boss because maybe it's not even like I have a task. Maybe it's a I've set up a meeting for us at this time. We'll talk then. We need to talk. Or like, yeah, yeah, meet me in my office. <laughs> that is a scary email. See, that is a, scary <laughs> that is a very email. scary email. I think that works better than, like, can you please do this? And she replies. Like, because then it is her, with the anxiety, trying to figure out how to reply to meet me in my office. That's interesting. Because I kind of wanted I kind of wanted her, her boyfriend to say the same thing. Oh, that like, we, we need, need to talk. talk. Our boyfriend or girlfriend, it, I don't think it actually matters in the context Their partner. of the story. Their partner, yeah. Uh, which one it is, well, her partner. Um, I mean, it had to be boyfriend because uh, her girlfriend would never willingly, knowingly, unknowingly say we need to talk to another person. Well, that's the thing. Like, is that I think that, I know, I think that she goes into an anxiety spiral, says, nah, it's not going to be that. We're in a good place. And then she, her girlfriend breaks up with her. Like, I think okay. that, like, well, yeah. But what, if, but what if we have it go happen twice? It's like, meet me in my office, and then we need to talk. And she's like, well, in the office, it was no big deal, so this should be no big deal. You know, like, it's a it's a callback. It can be a reprise. Quite sure. A, yeah. yeah. I'll just pose it could also be, like, a very small correction email. Like, oh, you sent the wrong subject line to this person. Make sure you, uh, you know, don't do that next time. And that's, like, a spiral thing. I don't know if we're trying to I go towards, like... I think that's better. Like, I like that better. Because that's the kind of thing. It's like, yes, you did. You made a mistake, but then you turn it into this big beast of a thing when it really was just your your boss being like, hey, he's trying to keep us on track where we want to be. Like, here's a small thing you did. Um, oh, no, I think that works better. I think that um, it keeps... It, you're right. It keeps the stakes low. It keeps the stakes low in reality, but keeps them high in, in, her, in her head. Yeah. And I don't know if we're, like, accumulating, like, here's all the little things that, like, she, I don't know if she has, like, a a whole really hectic moment towards the end of the musical or something that everything's kind of added up, but that's just, like, one. Okay, I like that. I don't know. Um, no, I think, I, 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 I agree with you. So, I like that. So, so far we've got bedroom music, we've got bedroom, wake up bedroom song, I might die, um, fun interaction with insomniac roommate that's a song about being codependent. Uh, time to be corporate Carol. She pretends to. She's talking about how she pretends to be another person, and then it says, and then the next song is like Mystic Comma, and it's just like Mystic Comma or um, 
you know, wrong date or something like that. She put some small little wrong correct, and it's a basic <laughs> correction, and then she has a breakdown. Now, would this be too heavy-handed if we do a bathroom ballet where she's freaking out in the bathroom? I want Miss Dakama to be like a drag queen that comes out in like, <laughs> I'm drama. Miss Dakama. Miss Dakama. That is like an anxiety hallucination that is happening in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That is a hundred percent happening in the bathroom, it, and and it helps us make it like uh, very much a hallucination and really uh, it, like it being in a bathroom because we can put her behind the mirror yeah. first. I just can, love right? the idea of like helps. I I don't know. I'm picturing a drag queen just because of the like name Mysticama, but like her putting <laughs> Mysticama is such a great drag. <laughs> But like yeah, her putting lipstick on in the mirror, and she's like, "Girl, did you hear about <laughs> like spilling the tea about like yeah, how she's about to get fired or something?" I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I uh, love that because then we can do a whole. It's we we go full Chicago where they have a chair dance, but it's on the toilets. <laughs> Oh, I love that. And and like at the end when they they all walk out, she's just sitting there, like she's just washing her hands, like oh god. I'm sure that's what everybody thinks. <laughs> like at the very end where she just confirms that none of that is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I great. Love it. No, that's, that's that great. is perfect. Okay, so we've got the Mysticama ballet. Bathroom ballet. <laughs> yeah, she has she has her meeting with the 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 uh Well maybe it's not even like we need to talk. I, I think like what Olivia was saying is she just sends out a small correction email to her. Right. I know what I think is like that's great because then what we do is we keep going. I think that this is the point where maybe she has a conversation with her mom. Yeah. Like she's, and right. she has to go do something. Maybe she needs to, like, she's okay. I got to go to the bank. Or I, well, I think there's something about like having a conversation with her mom, like twice is really helpful. So like this first one is like uh, the mom being as uh, waspy as possible. Right. Like, just like, no, everything's fine. There's, there are no problems in the world. Right. For do, us. Do your parents ever do this thing where they call, they're like, I'm going to call you. It's just, it's faster than texting. And then they call you. Yeah. And it's definitely could have been something that's faster. Uh, it would have been faster to text. But then they drop something on you that's like actually like concerning of some kind. Like, and well, anyways, my test results came back. Talk to you later. Bye. And you're just like, what the yes. hell? Yes. Well, my, <laughs> my mom does that through text. She's like, oh, no. oh here's this devastating like thing or like worrisome thing. Just like nonchalantly and I'm like okay fuck yeah because um, what if she what if she meets she's meeting her mom like she wasn't going to meet her mom for lunch then her mom gives her a call <laughs> and then at the very yeah. end she's just like oh yeah um could we meet for lunch to talk about this and you're just like well shit I guess we right. gotta talk about this um I think I well I think for this first conversation like and it sets up the the e- the the lunch call or whatever but I think, like, this conversation of her, like, talking about being, like, I've had a really rough day, like, all this stuff. And her mom's like, that that's fine. You know, that's not that big of a deal. And then uh, the end of Act 1 is the text message from her boyfriend that says, hey, uh, I'm moving where we're having our date tonight to this place. We need to talk. Oh, oh God. At the act break? <laughs> at the act break well because then we're letting the 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 audience have their own anxiety fit for 15 minutes where they're not allowed to deal with the problem uh and then they know exactly what it's like um oh god 
we have that happen so, so, so that we can get to so the, in the phone call act. so yeah. in the phone call is that the oh well that's just um that's just being a woman sweetie or something like that where it's very much just like we we talk about like the societal pressure that creates anxiety for women yeah no um, i think that the first i think the first conversation is just being as happy about everything as possible and pretending that problems aren't real well and the second time she talks to her mom her mom has an emotional breakdown moment of like this is what it means well i, I get what i get what she's... i've put up like and we basically find that her mom has anxiety well, too but her mom has just pushed it away I, I get that but i'm that's a lot of character development for somebody that shows up in two scenes sure it could also be like she could maybe her mom is even like a high uh career woman she's a lawyer or something that's like honey you maybe have to double check boss. things like make sure you know we have to work a little harder and be a little more uh conscious of everything we do if you oh, want to yeah. work your way up you know sure. like sh- that yeah. could be the first conversation and then she still could have like a second conversation where her mom is like i get it like it is hard and i don't even know what i'm doing and you know i get things okay. wrong trying to tell you to be like never feel emotion or something like that like you're allowed to have bad days yeah. I like maybe that. that's okay. the second conversation but I think, yeah i think that works really well i like that so yeah so she gets her call before the end of the first act she gets a call from her mom where she calls her mom talking about how she's having a good day she's doing everything great and her mom is saying good because um you know that's how we act that's how the that's how the johnsons act this is the johnson way um you know, talking about like the setting expectations for her and stuff like that. Um, and then do we want, and that's when she gets the text. So that's the first act. Is that what we want? Is like, she has the phone call that she gets the text and that's the first act. Yeah. Okay. Y- yeah. I think so. Okay. So then the second act, do we want it to open and like, she's at lunch with a friend and she's freaking out with her friend about what this could mean. 100%. Mm-hmm. Now I, I am afraid of of a uh, little uh, thing here where it's like, is our second act just going to be about this boyfriend and it just leading up to this moment? That's sort of why I kind of want it to be a girlfriend. So well, it's not so like well, my thought uh, male dominated in in storyline. But well, my my thought is she is that the first scene that first scene back is um, they're talking they're talking and then um, the next scene is her coming back from lunch. And it's just her singing to herself. Am I a piece of shit? Am I a piece is of shit? Is that my anxiety? And it's like her overanalyzing what she was talking to her friend about. She's like, well, did I talk enough? Did I ask her too many? Did I not talk enough? Did I ask too many questions? Was she happy to be, with, to be talking to me? Oh, I said the wrong thing. Am I a piece of shit or is this just my, my anxiety? Right. Did I focus too much on exactly, this? Exactly. Yeah, breaking 100%. it down. And that's the next song. She either that... does she does she does she respond to the boyfriend's text message? Oh, because we took that part out of the corporate part. So can we have that's this true. thing where she's like, "That's right, we do need to talk." Like she just <laughs> says really wrong thing. <laughs> oh, so like so she's with her friend trying to figure out what how to respond to her boyfriend. Sure. Yeah, and then the second part about me being a piece of shit—that's her going like. I just had a conversation where I really dominated what was happening because of my problems. Exactly. Am I a piece of shit? Because you, yeah. What if, um, I think that that works real, really well. What if we even, she has this conversation with her friend at lunch and like maybe her significant other, um, hasn't been like, hasn't been contacting or texting. It's just been really mm-hmm. distant. And she's like stressing out about that. Like nothing's been said yet, but she's like, 
getting real uh, anxious about that situation. Maybe her friend at lunch is like, just text them. You have agency to be like, let's have, let's talk about, I need more from you or something. I don't know. Like asking, just sure. send a text like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a bit. Is and everything instead okay? Of the we need, instead of sending the we need to talk text. Well, it's yeah, just, just something that's like, like, I'm going to take control of this and like communicate. And then maybe the significant other is like, yeah, let's talk about it tonight. And that's like, it's kind of like, oh, maybe I solved it myself. And she could still have this moment at the end that's like, oh, wait, no, this is exactly what I was I, fearing. Kind of thing. I like that because I think if we do that, it makes the first act a little longer because then we can push the friend hanging out with the friend to the first act. Um, sure. The, and we still get the we need to talk text at the end of the first at the end of the first act. Sure. And then it opens with, "Am I a piece of shit or is this just my anxiety?" Where she's like yeah. rereading that text, and she's on her way home from work. She's been worrying about it all day, mm-hmm. all day since then. Right. And I was thinking, she goes and meets her boyfriend, and her boyfriend breaks up with her, or her partner breaks up with her. Mm-hmm. Not at the end of the musical pretty early in the second act and then the rest of the show is her learning that you know it's okay to be anxious sometimes you're we're gonna work through it but you're all i'm also still anxious about other random shit does that so that way it's not all hinged around this relationship about this person we never meet it's just like this is just sometimes how life is sure well yeah i definitely didn't see this like the end end where like that's where it goes but i definitely see it as like um like it happens and she's like oh that's fine like yeah <laughs> like you know uh yeah oh i i was putting stock in a relationship that wasn't i didn't even really care about mm-hmm. yeah either she gets over it that way yeah yeah okay so she gets this she has a song i'm a piece of shit at the at the intermission after right after the intermission because she's like what yeah. this, could this be about i think it's my fault she starts saying like I'm bad. She starts remembering all of the bad things she's ever done, and then she's now, like, "Now, if this is a sorry, oh, go, ahead. go on. If this is a real uh, day, she has to go back to work." Well, right? I'm saying like it opens with her on her way home from work. Got it. So okay. like she's been worrying about this all day. Sure. We get that little bit of work. We get that, but we she's it opens on her on her home way home from work, and then um, maybe it's her getting ready for the date getting ready for the sure. date or something like that um we have a song we have a scene i don't know if we want an anxiety about picking what to wear i mean yes yeah i think that works great because that that was you know i was thinking about that and i was like yeah to be so stressed about like how your appearance is going to affect mm-hmm. this conversation with this person yeah. and will like you looking good lead to a better outcome or something like that or or do i just want to be comfy if he's gonna break up if they're gonna break up with me right like, or yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 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 this these shoes are really cute are they worth it dress for the job you want is the name of it dress for the dress for the job you want is the name of the song and it's like oh, it is kind of a montage of her trying on different things and being like well this is for that this is for this <laughs> But he's probably going to dump me, so I should wear a sack. Um, this is for that. This is for this. I'm probably going to need flats if I'm going to be running out of the restaurant in tears. This is for that. This, this is for that. Be, it, this is going to be with the insomniac roommate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> chiming yeah. in. It's like, a, it's like a really kind of like, it's a really fucked up 80s, uh, like, getting ready montage. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then her and then her mom shows up. Well, do we want her mom before her or after the, she gets broken up with? What if? I I think we want before. Do you want before? Because I was thinking that's what she would turn to her mom to because she would turn to her mom to try and get comforted and her mom is the one that's saying like you need to push through it he was never good enough for you and that's when the mom has the breakdown a little bit too and has that okay yeah for for sure yeah and that's the catalyst yeah yeah but what do you think yeah i think um i don't know if it has to be the mom but i think it might be nice to like i've had one of these situations where something like a relationship thing didn't end the way i expected it to and uh when I was having anxiety about like seeing this person. Um, and afterward I had a friend, like one of my close friends say, she was like, just stay at the place where they like basically dump me. She was like, stay there. I'm coming to you. And so I had a friend like come and like sit with me and just like talk and like have, make the night a better time. So oh, I don't know if that's okay. like to have, maybe it's not her mom, but maybe just her friend or something. Like someone shows up and it's like, it's cool. We're, we're going to be okay. Like we can, you're not alone. You know, like you have people sure. supporting yeah. you. That's I don't know. positive and nice. No, I think we need that. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be the mom. Like we could still have the mom before the breakup who maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I think we just need to figure out, do we want the mom before or after the breakup? Is she mm-hmm. helping her console, I think, or is she adding to the anxiety? I think after. I think that this conversation with her friend showing back up, like that that little story part, mm-hmm. is really really nice, and to still have it. But I think that the her mom showing up afterwards is still really good. Okay, shit. perfect. I like that. So yeah. so um, we get the "It's not you, it's me" song. Um, that's like that's the song where he breaks up with her. It's not you, it's me. Um, he does the whole he does the whole or they do the whole kind of just like blank statement and like she's kind of singing underneath it the entire time like no it's me no it's me i did this i did this no it's me um then her friend her insomniac friend comes up and she's like and her insomniac friend comes and hangs out with her there and she's like i don't sleep so we can stay here as long as we want um (laughs) you know like i don't sleep i have no schedule it's like her kind of like uplifting song and then i was thinking because uh, Olivia, your idea of like things kind of like piling on, piling on, and she has the breakdown. I think mm-hmm. that is what leads to her calling her mom. Maybe she like takes a week off of work, or she takes time off of work, and her mom comes to see her. Because personally, whenever I have like really tough bouts with anxiety, things like that, it's going okay, it's going okay, and then something happens. Just the smallest, the smallest thing happens, and I lose it. I lose yeah. it. Like real real hard like um once i was running late for something and i had a a rough day and i caught my pants on the the hook of a door and ripped my belt loop no no problem i had other dress pants to wear Mm -hmm. took me 30 seconds to change but when that happened literally sat down on the ground just screamed (laughs) had nothing to do um and, and i was on time there was no problem i was within plenty of time to make everything work but it was just that one little thing that made me lose it. And I think we need that. I think that is, I feel like that's the, the climax of the story. It's not necessarily her getting broken up with because fuck that person. They're, they're not important. Um, they are, but they're not, that's, that's not the point of it. And like, so what would be a good small thing to break down over? What do you think? If, if you two, if you two feel like that's, I just feel like that could be a good kind of climax. That's where we get this song. 
that's where we get the sad song or even maybe it's like the song starts and she just loses it but like that one real moment where we show oh no this is this is anxiety can still be bad like it's not just funny it sucks right yeah um well wait are we putting this is this after the breakup yes this is after the breakup this is after her friend has consoled her but she's still stressed like she's still anxious about it she's still upset about it yeah just and it's just like this is everything is piled up in this day like she comes home that day and something happens maybe her maybe the, the the key to the door isn't working the right way maybe she runs out of shampoo when she's trying to take a shower at the end of the night or she's um taking off her dress or something like that and when she does she rips the zipper you know it's something very very basic just something enough to just be like this is it straw that broke the camel's back nothing big <laughs> yeah yeah does that does that sound like something that would that's believable does that sound like something that would that would work or does that just kind of like uh maybe a little too cinematic no i think that I think that there there's a moment of her breaking down in that, but like there is this like there are these bouts of clarity that do kind of sometimes like peek through, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, oh yeah, like it's the my rest my my dress ripped. Mm-hmm. Of course it did. Yeah, that's <laughs> like yes, and I think I think it's interesting because it's like this woman who's trying to be perfect who has to stay composed even though she's having all of these like panic moments throughout her day she like stays composed through all of this stuff even through like the worst thing that could have happened which was getting broken up the worst quote-unquote thing that could have happened outcome for that situation and then she gets home has this like one little thing that sets her off and like allows those emotions to come out right while she's by herself and then maybe there is like this cathartic moment i know i've had this experience where like i've had just a one one little trigger thing that set me off is like in a social situation and I got home and I just cried and then I cried so yeah. much that I laughed because I was like this is absurd <laughs> to be like this put out by something so trivial that had happened and so it's like that that kind of thing where you like reach the point of like why why am I so worried about this stuff and you allow yourself like the break of like this is silly I love um, that yeah I love that I think that is a great I think that's great. I think that's a... Sorry, my cat was yelling at me. So I think that is a great... Um, that, that, that's, that's a great way to do that. I think both of you, that's, those are great points. And I, I, I think we should do that. And that can be one song. But what is the trigger? What's the trigger? Yeah. I think it needs to be something related. What's the trigger? I'm not going to keep describing it. It could be like, what if it's just her pants ripping? I don't know. Yeah. It's something very stupid. Um, that's also like, I don't know. That feels absurd because it kind of hints on that thing of like women being a, women being a certain size and like fitting into your pants yes. and stuff like that. It's just like all of these concerns you have to think about all the time. And then it's just like something so dumb as your fucking pants ripping, like right up the butt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or like she tries to put on her sweatpants and they're too short or they're too small for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, something kind of, I don't, this isn't, you guys don't think this is like trivial, trivializing anxiety, right? No. This is kind of, we're just hinting on like, some things are like, it's silly that we stress ourselves out about. Oh yeah. Them. It's, I, I like, think, I think that's a real way of doing it is like, we can, because I think it's very fair, and this would be, I think this will be the most important song in the musical, 
is she puts on pants that rip. And these these pants are 10 years old. She's been holding on to them since high school or longer kind of thing. Like since high school, so they're very old. They were on their last leg. Everybody tells her to throw them away. She put them on because they're her comfy pants. They're her the pants that she likes, and they break. And so then yeah. she has a song where it's like... Ev- and the, the start of the song is this just the world is ending... I can't breathe kind of thing like actual like full on panic attack Mm -hmm. and then it kind of morphs into she starts to laugh she starts to like she looks at the pants and she actually talks about how yeah these have been uh, and she looks at me she's like oh yeah no they were already ripped or they were already that or they were already this where it's like Mm -hmm. she starts to conquer it and not conquer it but she starts to think through it in a positive way yeah all in that same song so it is i mean it's like the big it's the big number it's the big important one um that she does that what would we so i I think that's a really good good idea i don't think it's trivializing at all yeah i know i like that i like where that's going um so yeah she gets home she's by herself she has this moment where she's like able to work through some stuff and like come to terms with things are gonna be fine is that our end do we have what do we have after that? Because she's seen the friend, so we go. We need still need to like have the mom well, conversation. Well, because and I think what's that? What happens there is her mom finds out that she broke up. She got broken up with. And um, how does she find out? I don't know. Maybe her friend texted her. Maybe she saw it on Facebook. You know, like oh, your relationship status changed. Is everything okay? Like she rushes over as soon as she could, and we. That's where sure. we have the song where the mom is like. Well, that's not what, what women are supposed to be. Like, we, that's the song where the mom has kind of like that breakdown. And she's yeah. like, why are you being so calm about this, Carol? This should be a problem. This should be this. Should, this should be that. This should be this. Or is that like too many in a row? Hmm. I don't think that's too many in a row. Hello? No, no. Uh, I, I no, yeah. Yeah, we're thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's too many okay. in a row. I think, yeah, I don't. I mean, we're like we're, we're like what eight songs? Yeah, and some reprises, they're, and they're, we'll, we'll figure those out. But yeah, sure. But I, yeah, so that gives her that gives Carol's mom a, a, a song about that, and like this is how you're supposed to be. This is what a woman is supposed to be, kind of idea, yeah. or like um, this is what a Johnson is supposed to be. Whatever we want it to be. Johnson's their last name, not a dick pun. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So. It gives us that song, and Carol's just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then at the very end, she starts to get anxious again. At the end of that song, she starts to get anxious again. She's yeah. like, maybe I'm not fine. Maybe I'm not fine. Because her mom, and like we just see that, that that's how the cycle continues. It's not trivializing it. Right. It's just like, that's how it continues. And then um, I think we have maybe one or two more scenes before the end. Um, just just to, to highlight kind of how this keeps going, but how it's still kind of funny. Um, do we want a she goes to bed and like at the very end she goes to bed she has a dream she has a stress dream and then the very last song is a reprise of if i get out of bed i might die yes i think that sounds no. yeah we can hear you william sorry i was just thinking we're just, we're, yeah this is I think <laughs> actually like for listeners at home um we always start this off thinking oh this will be fun this will be funny and then every once in a while we hit something that we're actually like interested in and so our, our, we shift for a second. <laughs> we're like, wait, we're actually doing something creative. This is, a, this is weird. 
Yeah, my brain just goes created. off on all these like little branches of things, and I'm like, "Fuck, what were we just talking about?" Yeah. Um, so, so she has that. Her mom reintroduces her anxiety, and I think that's something we can, everyone can relate to. Their parents mm-hmm. making them anxious and kind of, oh yeah, creating that cycle. Um, and then I think she has the stress dream. Do we? What? What would the stress dream be about? Um, I would love to list to intro uh, to reintroduce Mystikama. <laughs> But I feel like if we were okay. to use Mystikama, we'd have to have that as a through line for everything. Unless it is like a uh, a One Day More style song where it's all of the songs kind of together. Sure. Oh, actually, before we get into that, I think there's a song before her mom gets over called, and it's it's a reprise of um, Business Carol or Putting On My Business Hat. It's Putting On My Daughter Hat. And like maybe we sprinkle yeah. those in a couple times where it's like every time she's going somewhere, she's like, time to be the perfect person. Time to be this, time to be that. And we sprinkle that in just to show that, like, even though she's she's um, expressed her feelings about her breakup and she's over her breakup, she's still an anxious person. She still has, she's still a type A person trying to control stuff before yeah. her mom comes in. So that way we're not saying it's all the mom's fault that she's anxious all the time. It's, you know? Yeah. 100%. Okay, perfect. Now back to the, back to the, dr- the stress dream. Do we want like a one day more style medley of all of her songs that have Mysticama, that have her boyfriend breaking up with her, that have, like, you know what I mean? It's just like this awful dream about everything that happened. But it's very, like, it's very ethereal and it's very absurd. Right. So it's like, it's funny. We we are laughing at this insanity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want, like, her boyfriend to come back with, like, a fuck like a hot model and this just like walks i don't know like or something really absurd like a level of like her boyfriend her ex-boyfriend and people mocking her or something like that yes like like, he's wearing like a fabio shirt with the hair like everybody's like this heightened version where she because it shows like this is how she views everybody else at their best and she Mm -hmm. views herself as like this Mm -hmm. and like she wakes up she's wearing a paper sack (laughs) she's wearing the full she's wearing a fucking paper sack yeah or like a a, like a bag (laughs) jesus so yeah, I, I like I love that everything's really super heightened. Maybe not her, because I don't know if we need to show her self image too. But can like, she, can her pants just be constantly ripping throughout the, the fever dream? <laughs> the fever dream, yeah. Every off. every step she takes, her pants fall a little bit more off. Oh my god, that's <laughs> just like so disintegrating. Strange. Oh god. So we have this fever dream, this medley fever dream that's just heightened and ridiculous and absurd. But, there, but, like, it is a nightmare to her, but it is insane. She wakes up, and, like, she wakes up, and then the last yeah. song is a reprise of uh, Gotta Get Up. Even if it's just, like, a verse and a chorus, or just the verse, first, first verse of Gotta Wake Up, but if I do, I'll die. Like, if I get out of bed, I might die. And, like, that's the end of it. Yeah, I think there's a way that to make that kind of funny, like, if we just chain, like... We can make it somewhat uplifting by, like, if I get out of bed, I might die. But then um, again, I might as, not. And, like, that's the... Well, there's that. But there's also, like, people saying the phrase, like, I might die, when they're just laughing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, you when, change you know, the tone like, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have yeah. a full no. revelation? That, like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we could well, show her well, shifting her thought of, like... In, yeah, in the in the nature of like dealing with anxiety disorder, like it's not gonna go away. Yeah, but she's trying. Like right, it's a small, just, it's a baby step. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like maybe the reason that it's only like the verse and the chorus is because she gets up. Maybe that's maybe it's sure. even that. Like maybe the tone doesn't change, but instead of like doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, she's like, gotta get gotta get out of bed. But if I do, I might die. 
And but she still decides. She takes a deep breath. She sits up. She gets out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it's not. It's you know. I I, I agree with you, Olivia. It's like this isn't like a happy happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I feel like that's fine because she does have her moment of like, oh yeah, clarity on. This is not the worst thing in the world. Or the worst thing in the world, the worst outcome can happen. And then you're like, it's cool. Life goes on. Um, all the good and the bad, life goes on. So we finished the book. Um, honestly, surprised, surprised it went so well. But the reason that we bring in a special guest is for them to write the music. So we did all the hard work. We made the book. You know, you just have to write some, like, classics, you know, that people will yeah. be singing forever. Like, uh, you know, like what? Oklahoma, stuff like that. You're going to be, um, you know, one day more. You're going to just have to write a couple of those songs and send it to us. Um, so that way we can put them up on YouTube and we can become famous. Thanks so much. Yeah. You have no, complete um, creative freedom. But if we don't like it, we will fire you. Yes. And if you I, could get it done I, before we finish editing, so like within a week or two, that's ex- that would be uh, perfect. So thank you like so much. Th- thank you so much, everyone, for listening to We Wrote the Book. Um, if you liked it, give us a listen on Spotify or uh, tell a friend. Give us a review on our website. Um, thank you so much. And if you want to write the music. Um, Don't let him get out of this. Don't William, let him get out of this. We have the contract. Listen, if you share if you hear the music, me. reader, fan, and you don't like it, you can also review exclusively the music. You can share it with me, and then maybe they'll hear it. Maybe they'll like it. And you know what? Maybe if you do good enough of a job, we might replace. I'm delegating. And if you do good enough of a I'm job, I'm delegating right now. Don't try to get out of this with ASMR. Audience. Audience. Listen, if you do good enough of a job, we might replace you with William, or William with you. So it's a win-win for everybody. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm I'm part of everybody. No, you are a special guest who writes the music, and if you don't do good enough a job, we'll find somebody else that can. Again, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day, and we don't have a tagline yet. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>